What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. And Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, one and all, to another edition, to another day of the starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. We're live here on the 98.9 The Game Jack FM Studios. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here. We're hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, we got a good show lined up for you. As always, we're going to be talking uh, some local sports, those uh, super sectionals uh, from uh, last night. You'll see if any of our area teams advanced on to the state tournament later on uh, this week. And we'll also get you set up for the schedule that's happening uh, tonight. And we'll also hit up on uh, some NFL news and uh, notes as the uh, combine it begins uh, today. And uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. had his uh, mock draft 2.0. And who does he have the uh, Bears selecting? Well, if you heard anything on ESPN Radio this morning, you probably have already figured that out. But we'll take a look at that, and we'll take a look at that Bears number one pick situation. We already had Ryan Poles speak already this morning about his feelings about, well, him really saying nothing at all with saying a bunch of stuff, but saying really nothing at all. But uh, we'll take a look at what he did say uh, coming up here in a little bit. We'll also hit up on some college basketball. Not a lot happened in last night, uh, but we will take a look at the uh, bracketology latest for yes, Joe yes. Laurinaiti. Joe Laurinaiti. <laughs> Not Laurinaitis, that's someone else, but uh, Laurinardi, he uh, came out with uh, his uh, latest bracketology. We'll see where Illinois stands and where the Big Ten uh, stands as well. And we'll see where the uh, women's team stacks up on women's bracketology as well. And we'll also hit up on uh, some other national sports as well. NBA, NHL, we might take a look at it, uh, baseball. Uh, we'll just see what happens. And uh, NBA, of course, uh, LeBron now going to be out significant time with an injury so uh, any hopes of the uh, Lakers playing chances maybe dashed there but uh, we'll take a look at that and everything else whatever we don't get to here in the uh, show we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion of course you can find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast iTunes uh, Spotify our website fmradio.com while you're on iTunes and Spotify make sure you leave us a rate and review 
as well at least a rate there on the uh, pod. And of course, the start of lineup would not be possible without the uh, folks from McMahon Meats, Stingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and uh, Tatopolis Estate of Bank. We appreciated them for coming along, and we appreciate all of you for coming along for the ride as well. All right, uh, so we got a lot of things to get to here today, like always, per usual. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's get it started on the last day of the month as well, February 28th. So uh, let's hit it up and let's get it started with First Things First. Maybe. Possibly. Before we get into the show. First things first. And that's what we're starting with. Uh, first things first, that uh, today is the uh, local sports at the uh, local level as the uh, super sectionals uh, took place uh, last night. And uh, in uh, Class 1A, uh, the uh, St. Anthony uh, super sectional, that's where we saw uh, the Nyoga Indians, uh, their uh, magical two-year run that they've been on as uh, they were trying to get back to uh, the state tournament for back-to-back seasons. Uh, but unfortunately, it falls one a uh, step shy of getting back to the state tournament there in Bloomington as they fell to uh, Christopher last night. 50-45 to uh, was uh, the uh, final score uh, there. So uh, what a night, what an atmosphere it was there at the uh, Inlow Center there as uh, Christopher brought a crowd. And you know that Nioga brought a crowd as well. The uh, I couldn't find a single seat in uh, the side of uh, Nioga uh, there. They had people standing up uh, at the uh, catwalk up on top of the Inlow Center uh, there to try to take a peek at uh, this one. And uh, my goodness, it was the uh, Maya Hargrove show there for Christopher. She's only a junior, and she stands at 6'2", and uh, she scored 36 points last night, 36 of the 50 for Christopher uh, there. And uh, so uh, she started off with uh, eight first quarter points, and then she just continued to roll in the second. She had 10 in the second quarter alone. She had 12 in the third quarter alone. And uh, so uh, she dominated all night. She got uh, to her spots, and uh, she was knocking them down left and right. And uh, she had 36 of the 50, so uh, she really led the way for Christopher last night. Yeah, and, you know, it- it's one of those things, Travis, where, you know, you say, all right, so-and-so is going to get their points. We'll make someone else beat us. But when someone is putting up that many points, you got to find a way to stop them. Yeah, it's tough. She's a tough, uh, tough scorer and talented uh, player. And uh, the Bearcats actually uh, came out of the gates uh, strongly, led a seven to nothing to start off the game, and actually took a Nioga a few minutes to get on the scoreboard. But they finally did with a Bryn Richards uh, three, and then uh, they would uh, climb in it when Haley Campbell came back in. I thought she was a difference maker mm-hmm. there in the first quarter, and uh, she came in and she made some free throws and she got uh, Nioga closer. Uh, but it was. Uh, uh, Christopher having the lead at 12 to nine after the uh, uh, first quarter, and then uh, uh, when Hargrove continued to roll there in the second for Nioga in the second, uh, uh, Bryn would continue uh, to uh, do things in the second quarter, and uh, Allison Sampson also made uh, some big three pointers as well. Uh, Campbell poured in four more; she had eight in the first half, and uh, then. 
Uh, Christopher had the three-point lead uh, with seconds to go in the half, and I believe it was a, a missed shot, and uh, Bryn Richards took the ball up the floor, and uh, just inside the half-court line, you can basically say it was a half-court shot. Bryn Richards made a, a three-pointer there, and she drained it from half-court, and uh, that tied the game at a 24, and uh, that got the uh, crowd excited and up and cheering, and it was an awesome way to uh, go into the locker room uh, there. Unfortunately, uh, Neoa couldn't capture any of that momentum as the Bearcats, they started off. They started off with a nice run, and they took control again. Uh, but, hey, Nyoga, they never kept uh, – uh, they kept fighting, and they never went away. And uh, they got a couple of threes from Allison Sampson, and they only trailed by four entering the third – or entering the fourth quarter. And then uh, it was 41-37 at one point, but uh, Nyoga, they slowly chipped away and chipped away. They ended up tying the game a couple of times at 41 and 43. Uh, Haley Campbell hit some big shots in the fourth quarter to tie it up uh, there. But with about two minutes to go, uh, Christopher uh, took control back, and uh, they took all the momentum back, and uh, they ended up closing out down the stretch uh, there, and they punched their ticket to uh, Bloomington later this week, and it was the first time in school history for them. Well, congratulations to Christopher uh, on that you know the best that they ever done was a regional yeah up wow. until this year wow that's really good um but and, and we'll talk more I'm sure uh, uh, about this but Travis it just feels weird to not have local area representation at state and girls basketball all right I mean whether it was you know Neoga last year the run for Tri-County the past couple of years they've gotten far and gotten to state uh in 2a you got Paris that it feels like has been there uh, uh, at least contending um, to get there. It's just it's odd that here we are, you know. Teutopolis. Teutopolis, exactly. Say, uh, you know, it. it's just weird that we don't have that representation. Everyone from right. our area has been knocked out, at least mm-hmm. our immediate listening area. Yeah, definitely. As uh, one person that was uh, quiet last night uh, due to the matchup with uh, Hargrove was uh, Sydney Richards yeah. as uh, she finishes up her career there as a senior for yoga, and she only scored uh, six points in the game. She was also in uh, some foul trouble uh, as well. So, uh, you know, I think uh, Sydney was listed as six foot and Hargrove was at six two and uh, one of the few times that uh, someone was taller uh, than Sydney, but uh, so it was a really tough night uh, for Nyoga, but uh, they unfortunately uh, fall one step short of going back to back state tournament appearances. But they are 32 and four this season. Yep. They ended up and they bested last year's record, and uh, that's now the most wins in school history uh, for Nyoga, 32 and four. And again, as sad and as hard as it may be, nothing to hang their head about for those seniors. No. You know, nothing at all. Uh, you know, they always say, you know, the mark of a, a good team is to leave it better than you found it. They left Neoga girls basketball better than when they got there. Definitely, for sure. And uh, don't cry because it's over. Cry because it happened. And also well, one of the last things that I'll remember uh, about it was uh, who were the one of the last two uh, Neoga Indians to uh, uh, walk into the locker room was uh, Bryn and Sydney, uh, both kind of arm in arm walking off the court together. Uh, one last time, it was kind of little sister Bryn uh, trying to console uh, Sydney 
a little bit after the season was over. So I thought that was a, a nice moment as those two went into the locker room. And uh, so uh, Christopher, uh, they advance on there to the state tournament in Redburn Arena, and uh, they'll be taking on Champaign uh, St. Thomas Moore at 11 of 45 uh, coming up on a Thursday. And uh, Champaign uh, St. Thomas Moore uh, beat Serena 56 to uh, 35. There was the uh, final score. And uh, we already had a little bit of a spoiler alert as uh, in uh, Class 2A, the Salem Super Sectional Paris season comes to a close as they fell to a Breeze Marta Day of 35 to a 26. And a Breeze Marta Day, now they're uh, improved to a 25 and a 7 and their first Super Sectional Championship since 1990-1991. And that's their first state appearance since then. And it's also uh, back then in the 90s, they still had a two-class format, and it was the Elite Eight getting to the uh, state tournament there at that point. But uh, so Breeze Marta Day uh, back there in uh, Paris, uh, and uh, they uh, close out the season. I think we're like 30 and four on the season, or maybe even better than that. I'd have to take a look at my uh, records, but. Uh, so uh, Paris falls a little bit short there in uh, super sectionals against uh, Breeze Maraday, uh, closing out uh, one of their great runs. Yeah, it was 30-4 and four mm-hmm. was their uh, final record is what they ended up with. But, uh, man, what a great run it's been on for uh, Paris, but uh, fortunately falling there to uh, Day last night. Yep, and, uh, again, another group of seniors, nothing to hang their heads about. You know. Right, yeah, Trinity, uh, Trinity Tingley and Kendra Young and – a couple of other seniors there uh, I know of. So, uh, Breeze Marta Day, uh, they will advance to Redbird Arena on Thursday at 4.15. And uh, Quincy Notre Dame will be the ones that they're taking on as they'll uh, they beat uh, Deer Creek last night, 53 to uh, 21. And uh, then we do have uh, some uh, area-ish representation from the Apollo, at least, as in uh, Class 3A, Taylorville Super Sectional. Lincoln gets it done as uh, they uh, blow out Highland, 61 to uh, 39. And this was fascinating because Lincoln now is 35 and 0, and it's the first team in Lincoln high school history both boys or girls think about how good the uh, boys program has been but uh, first team in school history to reach 35 win plateau wow. either in the boys or the girls so that is very impressive 35 and 0 and uh, Chloe Froby the outstanding junior she scored 40 points in only three quarters that's the thing about her is she can score fill it up but the there's such a blowouts that she gets taken out in the, right. the third quarter and, and doesn't have an opportunity Wait. to compile it in the fourth quarter it does have me a little worried travis because no. the first time you face off against a team that gives you a run for four quarters yeah. will you be able you know it's kind of like they talk about a boxer you know the first time a boxer gets punched in the mouth how do they respond it's easy to beat up on everyone when you're better but when you get punched in the mouth the first time, how do you respond? Yeah, I think she'll be all right. And I think Lincoln will be all right. Even though you mentioned that, the girls' team has been a running clock in every game this postseason. See, that to me. Every game. The first time you run into a team that is good and they punch uh, you in the mouth, can you respond? Or will yeah. it be a shell shock thing of, whoa, we haven't been here before? Yeah, maybe. Uh, possibly. So this is their uh, first tournament appearance since 1998-1999. They finished in fourth place that year, and the best that the girls have ever finished was in second place in 1977-78. So uh, Lincoln continues on at their undefeated season to a Redbird Arena, and uh, they are on on Friday at 11.45 a.m., 
and they'll take on a Deerfield as uh, they uh, beat Montini 52-45 to last night. So uh, congratulations to uh, Lincoln making uh, some history, but mm-hmm. uh, you know that they want to come back home to Lincoln uh, with uh, the uh, first place trophy and hardware. Uh, other teams in uh, Class 1A, Oakville uh, is there in the Final Four, and uh, Galena as well is in the uh, Final Four. That will be the first game of the day there on a Thursday at 10 a.m. in Class 1A. Also in a 2A, you got Byron and a Chicago Noble Butler. They'll be there in a 2A along with Quincy and a modern day. And up at the top, you got Peoria and a LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy. There will be the first game of the day on a Friday at a 10 a.m. And then, of course, all the games, championships, at least the championships, uh, will be on a Saturday. Uh, they're starting at 11 a.m. with uh, 1A there. And 1A wraps up on Thursday. And, yeah, f- so basically you play a two two games each on Thursday if you lose. So Shout out to Byron. As you know, Travis got family there. Oh, of course. You got yep. family all across this uh, wonderful state. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a dandelion just going all over the place. I guess so. It spreads 52 to 45. They beat DePaul College Prep there. So uh, so you'll be uh, linking in, looking in on 2A yes. then. Yes, I will. <laughs> all right. We'll report about that uh, coming up. And uh, good luck to all those uh, participants there in uh, the uh, state tournament. But uh, right now, let's uh, step away and uh, let's uh, return to taking a look at the uh, schedule for uh, this evening in high school boys basketball postseason coming up next here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back you might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries on-site accidents and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business pecan insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important employees profits and peace of mind Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Our service makes the difference here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham. Mitch Holscatter and his team are ready to get your vehicle in tip-top shape. Regular maintenance on your vehicle can save you a lot over time, and we invite you to trust your maintenance to the most experienced Dan Heck service team. For over 62 years, more people have trusted us for all their automotive needs here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free Loan-A-Tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for Loan-A-Tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) Looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. 
Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, to ever be able to play in a Super Bowl in your home stadium. Thank you. Five more dollars. We're allowed but- to say it. How many points are the Super Bowl worth? You just said it, five more dollars. Where, for people, if you had a Super Bowl, I said, legally, we are allowed to say it. I don't even want to do the show with you anymore. Anywho. The starting lineup. I think that's a lot of the appeal of the Super Bowl is that casual. said it again. Anyways, I don't know if you would do that in the Super Bowl, but I, I said it again. <laughs> Is that the fourth or fifth time today? Fourth time this segment. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. You're on a 98.9 The uh, Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here on this uh, Taco Tuesday, Twisted Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. And it's also a sectional semifinal Tuesday as well in a boys of basketball postseason rolls on. And in a Class 1A, that's where we'll be over on a Jack FM. And we'll be in Altamana tonight as Dom and I have got the game tonight as it's the number one seed, Altamana, going up against the two-seed KZ Westfield Warriors as Altamana comes into this one, a 28-4, coming off the regional championship against Nokomis. And KZ, they come in at 19-10 on the year. And they defeated Macon Meridian in the Cumberland Regional Championship on a Friday there as uh, Altamont again coming back home uh, to uh, the uh, gym. The boys wanted to play at least one more game back in Altamont and they're going to get their wish uh, tonight. This of course is a rematch uh, from uh, December as Altamont squeaked away with the uh, 48-47 win on uh, that night there in uh, KZ as it was a four point game and then uh, Jackson Parcel hit a half court shot to uh, end the game there to make it a one point uh, game at that point. So 
Uh, obviously, the uh, sectional atmosphere that will be generated tonight will amp up that and be in a different uh, gym tonight. And every time you have Altamont and a KZ, think about uh, Jackson's game winner that he had last year against the Indians uh, there. And Altamont, uh, they have set some lofty goals this season, and uh, one of the things was was take them as far as Altamont's ever gone. And Altamont's never won a sectional game in uh, their uh, history, I don't believe. And uh, Casey last won a sectional championship in 2014 and 2015. Uh, they advanced to the sectional in 2020, uh, but uh, fell to uh, St. Anthony that year. And then uh, Casey only has two sectional championships to their name as they have that one in uh, – 2015, but the only other one, well, it was before the invention of the three-point line in 1939 and 40 was their only other section wow. championship there for Casey. So it's going down. Rematch, Altman at Casey. 7 o'clock will be on the air shortly before that over on uh, Jack FM. Looking forward to it. Uh, should be another good one uh, tonight with Altman and Casey matching up. Yeah, these two teams, you know, it's going to be a, a fight, you know, They've already seen each other, like we said. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for a great game. Can Casey stop Altamont's momentum? But Casey themselves have had great momentum recently. Um, to me, the X factor is the gym and the crowd yeah. for Altamont that's going to show up. Sure. That is going to be enough to push them over the top, I feel. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a different atmosphere uh, tonight. Uh, this time around so uh, we'll have to see what happens and we'll tell you all about it uh, tomorrow and yep. make sure you tune in over on uh, Jack FM yeah also in uh, class 1a wanted to shout out the caterer LSA yep. as they're the number one overall seed and they're continuing to keep their undefeated season alive uh, tonight in Hayworth as it'll be against the two seed of Lexington and LSA a 30 and0 Lexington comes in at 27 and a 7. And last year, Decatur LSA has a little bit of revenge on their mind as they lost to Lexington last year in the Watsika sectional semifinals, ah. 69 to 61 uh, there. And uh, at that time, both LSA uh, and Lexington were lower seeds getting in there. Uh, Lexington had the five seed and LSA was a four uh, there. Uh, Lexington would eventually uh, fall to Yorkville Christian it was a super team uh, last year mm-hmm. in super sectionals. And uh, Decatur LSA, they've never won a sectional championship in their history. Uh, well, there are times that they were close in 2018. They lost to uh, Colfax Ridgeview in the semis. And they also lost to Milford in the semis in 2015 as well. So uh, Lions trying to keep uh, their undefeated season alive tonight. I just want to say before we move on, you can tell it's a big game tonight for Altamont and Casey. Travis has his uh, playoff watch on. Ah, you so noticed it's a, that, huh? It's a, it's a big game feel. It's a big fight feel tonight. Definitely. When Travis busts got out the, the big watch. Got the watch and yep. got the professional clothes all yep. uh, laid out, ready to change into them a little bit later. All right. Game day attire. Look Absolutely. To it. Game day swag. Uh, coming at you tonight. I just I just want Altamont to go to state so we can get Travis in a suit. <laughs> to do the game. <laughs> well, I don't know about a suit. Maybe I'll have to talk to Coach Nebury about uh, a good place to get a suit, but we'll see. 
Uh, that would be fun. So, yeah, uh, tune in. Like I said, 7 o'clock is scheduled tip <clears throat> yep. uh, for tonight. Yep, should be a good one. Uh, in uh, Class 2A in the uh, Newton sectional semifinals, we got the uh, number one overall seed, uh, Greenville, as they come in at 21-11. and 11. Uh, They'll take on the two-seed Lawrenceville, 25-8 and eight overall. And uh, Greenville actually won uh, their regional championship uh, for the first time since 2015. Uh, they haven't won a sectional since, uh, oh, back before the three-point line was admitted even then. 59 and a 60 was their last sectional championship. And their best finish, I had to look it up, uh, was fourth place in the state all the way back in 1922-23 uh, there. And uh, Lawrenceville won uh, their set, uh, regional championship for the first time since 2016. And uh, they uh, do have... Uh, I think 15 sectional championships to their name. Last one came in 96 there, and their best finish has been state champions uh, a couple of times in the 70s and a couple of times in the 80s. They actually won in the 80s back-to-back years uh, there, and uh, so that's what Greenville is uh, facing tonight against Lawrenceville in the Newton section, of course. The winner will advance to uh, take on either Teutopolis or Alden Marquette, which we'll talk about tomorrow. And also in uh, Class uh, 3A, uh, we have uh, um, Decatur MacArthur sectional semifinals. It's Muhammad Seymour as they pulled off the upset against Lincoln the other night. And uh, they'll be uh, taking on the two-seed Decatur MacArthur uh, tonight. Decatur MacArthur 28-4 and after their epic game against Mount Zion in overtime. And Muhammad comes in at 14-16. and they are back-to-back regional champions, and uh, their last sectional championship was in 2015. And uh, last year, when they won the regional, mm-hmm. who did they lose to? Decatur MacArthur. Uh, Danville sectional semifinals last year. So, Muhammad trying to pull off uh, two upsets in a row. You Game always have it. that one team you just can't seem to beat. Yeah, I love these connections. And the fact that Decatur MacArthur is at home. Yeah. Oh, Muhammad, I don't like your chances tonight. Yeah, uphill battle uh, for the Bulldogs uh, for sure, Uh, but we'll uh, see what happens uh, tonight. On the other side of that, uh, tomorrow night will be Springfield, Sacred Heart, Griffin against a normal community west uh, there. And also uh, I wanted to uh, shout out in uh, 2A uh, that Breeze Central, uh, they won the uh, regional championship over Modern Day on a Friday, and they'll be in the Pinckneyville uh, sectional tomorrow against uh, the two-seed uh, Carterville there. So we'll see if uh, Bree Central can uh, keep it going there. And also a uh, couple area teams have taken on St. Joe Ogden uh, this season there in the Hersher sectional semifinals tonight against the number one seed uh, Pontiac there. And also uh, Pleasant Plains is in action uh, tomorrow. I know I'll forget about it tomorrow. So uh, Pleasant Plains taking on Bloomington Central Catholic uh, tomorrow. I know Pleasant Plains, I think they were in the FEM Topless Christmas Tournament. If not, they've taken on some area teams uh, there. So uh, there you go. Stage is a set of four of the sectional semis here on a Tuesday. So uh, we'll be back to a recap it all tomorrow and get you a set of four uh, tomorrow night's action as well. All right. Uh, so uh, let's hit up on uh, some NFL news and the notes coming up next. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr., you know how much I love the draft. Well, it's a 2.0 mock draft that he recently came up on. He's going through the car wash today on ESPN and the family of shows. And uh, so we'll hit up on his the latest mock draft and where does he see the Bears doing with that number one pick and you might even see what we think should be done with the uh, number one pick for the Chicago Bears coming up next here on the starting lineup 
the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... The starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues look to snap a five-game losing streak when they host the Seattle Kraken tonight. Blues picked up a point for the first time in over a week. The 3-2 overtime loss to the Penguins on Saturday. The Cardinals scored five runs in the bottom of the fifth inning to beat the Mets 12-7 in spring training. Brandon Donovan went yard in the victory, while Dylan Carlson drove in three runs. St. Louis is 2-1 in exhibition play. They visit the Nationals today. The Blackhawks had their five-game winning streak snacked with a 4-2 loss. The Anaheim Ducks at the Honda Center as Chicago remains last place in the Central Division with 47 points and a 21-33-5 record. Chicago visits Arizona tonight. Another team news, the Blackhawks trade defenseman Jack McCabe and forward Sam Lafferty to Toronto exchange for a 2025 first-round pick and forwards Joey Anderson and Paul Govello. Uh, the Bulls seek their third win in a row when they visit the Toronto Raptors at Scotiabank Arena tonight. Bulls are coming off a 102-82 win over the Wizards on Sunday. Chicago's 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 28-33. And, and as has been talked about all over ESPN, the number one pick in the 2023 NFL Draft may be for sale. ESPN is reporting that the Chicago Bears are, quote, leaning toward trading away the first overall selection. Report adds that the Chicago has already had conversations with a number of teams about the selection. The number one pick has been dealt 12 times since 1967. 
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hit uh, today. And how many times did you say that the... 12 times. 12 times. Since 1967. Make it 13. It will be 13. It will be 13. Did they already trade it? No. Oh, okay. Uh, the way you said that was such confidence, I thought you had breaking news for us. <laughs> I was already. I'm like, who is it? Who got it? Who did they get? Nah, nah. RP hasn't given me any uh, insights on ah, what he's gonna do. Ah. Yeah. Still too early. But I, but I think that I can say that with okay a lot of confidence because I think it is gonna be dealt. Will it's be, be dealt before draft night? That is the question. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think if it was me. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting yeah. as long as I can because the longer I wait, the more desperate teams will get. Right. And if I don't have a package I'm wanting, I'll still use that number one pick. I'll just get a defenseman. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like it's not like you won't not use the number one overall pick. Right. Yeah. If they do, uh, no matter what, uh, some uh, mock drafts. I think the other one was uh, Will Anderson from yeah. Alabama, and then uh, this latest uh, mock draft uh, 2.0 actually has uh, the Bears and uh, Mel Kiper Jr. predicting that the uh, Bears would not only uh, trade one pick, they would yep. move down twice, and uh, they would eventually uh, take the uh, defensive lineman from uh, Georgia. There with their uh, final their their selection there after a couple of trading down a couple of times. Which again, if you can get a draft haul back twice, yeah. I think it's a great move because again, this is a Bears team that has traded away a lot of draft picks in recent years. Mm-hmm. You know, first for Khalil Mack, then you yep. trade away, you know, to trade up to get uh, Trubisky, mm-hmm. then you trade away more draft to trade up to get Justin Fields, like. Yep. You you need to restock that capital. And if you're a Bears fan, you may not want to hear this, but the guys who can actually help your team are not being picked in the first five picks. Yeah. So why Most not take not. advantage of it? Yeah, most likely not. And, you know, all these uh, teams like Houston and the Colts, they're desperate uh, for a a quarterback. And it looks like uh, the Colts, you know, uh, Mr. Irsay did say something about, oh, the Alabama quarterback. It looks good. So maybe now he is going to get into that mode of possibly taking a quarterback uh, as well. So I think that the the offer, if you have an offer that is just an absolute haul and you get a ton of picks, maybe you get a player that could impact your team now. It doesn't necessarily have to be, but uh, Ryan Poles has already said uh, when he took over that you know he wants to build this team up through the draft. So you do this. You trade away the number one pick and get a haul for the uh, number one pick and then you build it through the draft and you select the players that you feel like could best suit your team and then also you use the most money clearly it's been talked about over and over Mm -hmm. that you have the most money in a salary cap to spend in free agency so you use that money you use it within the draft so i think the bears would be dumb not to uh, trade away the uh, number one pick and i'm like you i don't think it will be dealt as we're talking through this i don't think it'll be dealt before the draft and i think espn would hope that oh hey hopefully uh it doesn't get picked that's a, a lot of drama Right. on a draft night uh, there. Uh, Ryan Poles did say uh, this 
morning that the uh, of course that the plan is to have Justin Fields as their starting mm-hmm. card- quarterback next season, but they will do all their homework on this year's quarterback class. And of course, what else are you gonna say? And uh, he went on to say some other things, but that was kind of one thing that kind of everyone jumps onto and leaps onto and attaches themselves to right. that uh, quote about uh, exploring other prospects, but uh, saying that Justin Fields is going to be the quarterback for 2023. And all right. So, so we already know Travis, just looking, you know, I'm looking at the draft order here. We know the Texans need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. We know the Colts need a quarterback. Yep. The Raiders need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. In the top 10, as of this moment, really, those are the three need quarterbacks yeah. right maybe the falcons they just cut mariota i would say they just released the uh, mariota maybe the panthers yeah and that's kind of what uh mel kuyper has them going up there and uh, trading into the uh, top 10 to get a quarterback but here's my thing travis here's here's where i'm wondering and that is there is a certain team that has been linked to some veteran quarterbacks Mm-hmm. who feel and have felt that they are a quarterback away mm-hmm. for a couple of years now, who also get very desperate because of the market they're in. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about the J-E-T-S. Yes, the Jets. Let's say that they don't get Derek Carr. Let's say he goes to the Saints. Mm-hmm. And let's say they lose out on Aaron Rodgers. Let's say Aaron Rodgers stays put mm-hmm. or he goes to Vegas. Right. If you are the Jets, how desperate do you become to get a quarterback in the draft? Hmm. How much faith do you have in Zach Wilson? Right, which is he showed moments last year. I mean, he did. He showed moments last year. I don't think you have a lot of confidence, though. No, I don't think you do either. So, but you're also sitting at 13. Mm -hmm. The Bears are not going to take the 13th pick in this year's draft. Yeah, so they might be in a position where they're too far down there to uh, have anything that anyone else would want. Unless there's some players that the Bears could use. Right. And with the, they wouldn't necessarily need to take like a caliber of Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. They could settle for Anthony Richardson they if, they, if he falls to him or can move up a little bit right. to take him. Uh, but uh, Mel Kuyper actually has Carolina jumping into the top uh, five and uh, dealing it with uh, for the Seahawks pick. And he has them taking Will Levi- uh, Levis from uh, Kentucky there at uh, number five. And then uh, Seattle would also use the uh, ninth pick in the swap with Carolina to take Anthony Richardson from uh, Florida uh, there. And obviously uh, Bryce Young would go number one overall to the Texans. And then the Colts uh, would also swap with the uh, Bears. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would draft C.J. Stroud from Ohio State at number two in the latest mock draft from Mel Kuyper. I don't remember. I don't think it's ever happened where a team has tra- from two to one <laughs> right uh, that yeah, doesn't I mean, I, I seem like something that would happen no but again if the bears could get a couple of packages here mm-hmm. and get some draft capital along with like you said that salary cap they have they'd be set for a couple of years right because you could either keep that draft capital and draft players especially if you can somehow get the Texans for a one next year. Mm-hmm. Because they ain't going to get any better in one year. No. So if you can get a one from the Texans next year too, and possibly a one from the Colts next year, 
Yeah. I would almost think that you would have to make a second deal if you swap with the Texans because I wouldn't think that the Texans would give up too many draft picks only to uh, move up one spot. So I wouldn't think that they would give up a lot. I agree. I would think that you would want more if you're going to swap one and two there. So you would almost have to look for a second deal, uh, like possibly the Colts or Seattle, or maybe now the Falcons are desperate and how desperate are the Panthers to uh, jump up there uh, as well. If they move down even more. So, well, and think about this, the Texans have the Browns draft pick, not just this year, first round, but next year too. Hmm. So they have four first round picks in the next two years. So they have the capital to move if they want to. Gotcha. So something to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely uh, some uh, food uh, for thought uh, there. So I think that uh, we're uh, kind of uh, both in agreement there of uh, the uh, Bears moving on uh, from that uh, number one uh, pick selection. And I think it would be just uh, smart to get a, a good decent haul for the uh, number one pick and uh, not completely start over and uh, draft uh, someone new a la Bryce Young or Will Levis or C.J. Stroud, I guess, for that matter. I guess you would be in the same boat if you drafted a C.J. Stroud as he's almost kind of the same player as uh, Justin Fields there coming from Ohio State uh, there from uh, that perspective. So uh, the NFL Combine starts today and I already revealed that Bryce Young would not be throwing into the uh, Combine in this last for an entire week there. It's still an indie. I don't even know. I, of course, you know, big draft guy, big combine guy, too, with all, all the drills and the intangibles. Okay, it does say Lucas Oil, so it still is indie there. So, uh, very good. So, the combine beginning uh, today, and, of course, uh, the uh, Bears are open shop for the uh, number one pick, leaning towards moving the uh, number one uh, selection there. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, take one last break and uh, let's uh, close it out talking uh, some uh, college basketball. Might even hit, uh, hit up on the NBA as well. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, bracketology, see where uh, both uh, Illinois teams on the men's and women's team uh, sit here in the latest bracketology. So uh, let's talk about that and close out the show. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select, sleek, XPS laptops and more powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. 
Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. Canty and Carlin. I was thinking about something, Carlin. We could set up a charity cage match between you and Jim Gray and have the proceeds split it and have it go to the charities of you guys choosing. How long do you think that would last? I don't think it'd be long. No. I think the buildup, the anticipation is what would hook everybody in. It's just all I was doing was showing a proper respect to a Hall of Fame broadcaster. That's what it says mm. on his Twitter bio. Okay. That he's a Hall of Fame broadcaster. So I can only go, I don't know what Hall of Fame that is. Wow. But I, I, I don't. The, the I show, don't. Dude, there's a palm tree growing behind your head as we speak. You're throwing so much shade at Jim Gray. I feel the smoke coming from Chris Carlin toward Jim Gray. Well, and I feel like this is an outlet for it. Much like Dylan Brooks, he don't want these problems. Oh, you're going to go Shannon Sharp on him. What if Jim Gray called you a pedestrian? <laughs> he wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, weekdays on 98.9 The Game. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. It's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. The Bears in the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl pick will come true in a few years, depending on what the Bears do in the draft and salary cap there and Trevor Lawrence pans out there. So uh, maybe we'll save that for years down the line. Welcome back in here to the starting lineup. We're only here on 98.9. over just a little bit longer. But uh, let's uh, close uh, things out talking about uh, the uh, college basketball world as we start off with the high school realm. And only one game in the top 25 was uh, played last night as a number seven of Baylor defeated Oklahoma State a 74 to a 68. And I don't think anything happened in the uh, Big Ten last night either. Uh, there as uh, yep nope nothing happened uh, there in the uh, Big Ten uh, we do have a, a couple of uh, matchups uh, tonight in the Big Ten we got Michigan State uh, squaring off against Nebraska we'll see if uh, Michigan State can get in clumped in there that uh, with the 10 and 8 schools in the Big Ten and uh, we got a top 25 matchup but I'll get to that here in a second uh, number six Marquette is at Butler Clemson is at number 13 of Virginia Iowa, there's the matchup. Iowa against number 15, Indiana. Currently, the Hoosiers favored by five and a half points. There, we'll see. Uh, I'm just seeing on the side with uh, Fran McCaffrey, the stare down with the official. We'll see what kind of trouble he gets in tonight. Uh, Texas Tech against number three, Kansas. Arkansas against number 12, Tennessee. Number 18, San Diego State against Boise State. And uh, number 24, Texas A&M against Old Miss this evening as well. And uh, I didn't really talk a lot about the uh, coaches poll from uh, yesterday. It looks like that the uh, top five all stayed the uh, same in the AP 
as uh, Houston, they stayed put at number one. Alabama, they stayed at number two. Kansas, UCLA, Purdue, nobody moving outside of the uh, top five. And then uh, Marquette, they actually moved up four spots to uh, number six uh, there in uh, Virginia. They took uh, quite the tumble. They took seven down seven spots to a uh, number thirteen. Uh, Miami fell a couple of spots. UConn is back up there at number fourteen. Uh, Maryland rose to number twenty-one. Uh, Kentucky there uh, rose uh, spots to uh, twenty-three. And uh, Creighton, uh, Northwestern, and Iowa State all uh, dropped out of the AP from last week. And if you notice, no votes for Illinois in uh, the other receiving votes category, rightfully so, but it's significant that's the first time this year that uh, Illinois hasn't received one vote. So, As they shouldn't. I know. <laughs> Definitely. Did not, don't, don't deserve any uh, votes nope. after uh, the loss there against Ohio State on uh, Sunday. So uh, where does that uh, stand in the uh, bracketology for uh, the uh, fighting line? Not great. Not great. Well, uh, currently uh, on the uh, Joe Lornardi um, bracketology, uh, I had him for a second on my phone, it looks like, but uh, where are they? I got him. They are in the Midwest. Oh, and there they are. They're against uh, Texas A&M. They would be a nine seed right nine now. Nine seed. First time all season that they have been a lower seed. Yeah, didn't seem like that was much from last week. What well, we're only like a eight. We were eight. an eight last yeah, week. So, but it's uh, the first time we were below. Yeah, uh, if we uh, would be Texas A&M, uh, uh, we're also going to be number one. Number one seed, uh, Houston. Right there. So. And uh, the top overall seed would be Alabama in the Louisville. Still feeling good? Yeah, still feeling fine. You get to see Calvin Sampson again in the second round. Still feeling feeling good about making it out of that weekend. Man, I I wish we wouldn't face the number one seed, but (laughs) maybe move down another to the (laughs) 7-10, possibly. 7-10 upset happens all the time. Yeah. I guess you could go the other way go a seven yeah if you make a run in the big 10 tournament and win the last couple games either but. way it's uh hasn't it hasn't been great as we talked well, about it's the same thing we're dealing with in the beginning all i'll say is it hasn't been great when we are top seed so um maybe that's the so thing hoping. that we need yeah the thing that we need uh there but uh, over on the uh, women's uh, side, as uh, they are uh, kind of uh, safely in uh, the uh, tournament, and they're also on the 8-9 line as, uh, hey, we just share it, as we moved up to a 9 seed, and we would be taking on Alabama in uh, Seattle 4 region, as I guess uh, Seattle and Greenville have the two regional sites or whatever uh stanford in the next round possibly mm. tough matchup there for mm-hmm. the uh, fighting line and uh they already uh mentioned yesterday that they are a sixth seed in the uh, big 10 uh, tournament that will be beginning very very soon as only a couple of games left in the uh, men's regular season before Two. the uh big 10 uh, tournament it begins and of course thursday big game against michigan and uh, sierra night 
there as well there in Champaign, mm-hmm. the State Farm Center, and then closing out the uh, regular season at Purdue on Sunday there. All right, so it looks like we do have uh, just enough time to uh, hit up on uh, the uh, NBA and, uh, of course, uh, action uh, from last night in the uh, association as it was the uh, Hornets taking down the Pistons 117-106, to but LaMelo actually exits, and he uh, looks to appear to have suffered a fractured right ankle. So both ball boys, Lonzo and LaMelo, mm. hurt. Yep. Now for the Hornets. Hmm. So not, not good. Not good for the Ball family. No. Uh, the Heat, 101 uh, over the 76ers, 99. As uh, the Knicks, uh, they beat the uh, Celtics, 109 to uh, 94. Frustrating night for Jason Tatum. And he uh, even got ejected. Yeah, first Square time. Garden last night. Yeah, first career ejection. Or Mr. Tatum. There's always a first for something. I guess so. So it was his time last night. And it was also the magic over the Pelicans, 101 to uh, 93. And it also came out last night or this morning, I think it was last night, uh, that LeBron is going to be missing yep. a significant time, is what they say, according to a Woj with that ankle. And uh, uh, the Lakers think that he's only going to be out a couple weeks. Multiple weeks. Here it says, expect to, to reassess LeBron in two weeks. So I guess that could be deceiving on that headline. Well, the Athletic reports that James expected to miss multiple weeks due to a right foot injury. Yeah. Well, this one just. Oh, did it just break? Just come out like gotcha. a few minutes, like 20 minutes ago, that they would reassess him in a couple weeks. So hmm. uh, any uh, chances for the Lakers down the stretch? Um Kind of on the back of Anthony Davis there until yep. LeBron can be healthy. This was a, the most important games of his career in the regular season stretch. Well, looks like he's not going to be healthy for it. So, down with an ankle. Uh, games going on today. You know, Wizards, Hawks, uh, Bucks, and the Nets, uh, Bulls, Raptors. Speaking of the Lakers, they're in Memphis taking on the Grizzlies. Nuggets against the uh, Rockets. We'll see if uh, Jokic can uh, go for a, a triple-double tonight. Kings Thunder, Pacers Mavs, Spurs Jazz, Trailblazers Warriors, and Timberwolves and Clippers. And the two games on TNT tonight are the Lakers and Grizzlies going up against the Timberwolves and Clippers. Will be both games on TNT a doubleheader tonight. So look forward to it. There you go. The association going down tonight. Getting close to playoff time soon. Yeah, playoff times will be here before you know it. And, uh, yeah, that was funny that uh, the reason why Jason Tatum got ejected was he uh, got he told the officials that it was uh, the best officiated game he's ever seen. I saw that headline. <laughs> oh. He was just giving a, trying to give him a compliment, and he gets thrown out. Hey, you tossed. know what? You got to know whether they're going to take the compliment or not. Some people just can't take compliments, Travis. Guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Uh, hey, the Bulls are only a half game out of the uh, play-in against the Wizards. Yeah. For that 10th spot. Great. So we can lose in the first playing game. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, currently right now, the Bucks saying the Celtics are tied at the top. 
for the one and the Nuggets five and a half lead over the uh, Grizzlies and the Lakers are only a half game out of the uh, play-in uh, for the Pelicans. So in uh, Portland's actually and Pelicans are tied there. So yeah, we'll see what happens down the stretch. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, that will do it here for us on uh, the Trushel Show. Coming up in uh, the uh, pods, I got stuff to uh, clean up from the NHL. Might have put on some MLB as well uh, coming up in uh, the uh, pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry coming up right now. And enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And uh, coming up, we got stuff to uh, clean up from the NHL, Major League Baseball, and uh, NFL as well. And, of course, we got sports there to talk about as well. Yes, yes. So, all right. Let's get it started. All right. Well, the White Sox gave up just four hits in a 10-1 route of the Mariners in spring training. Tim Anderson had a double and an RBI in the victory. White Sox are 1-2, and two, and they take on the Diamondbacks today. Cubs outfielder Seiya Suzuki is opting out of the World Baseball Classic next month. Suzuki is dealing with a left oblique injury, and he told Team Japan yesterday that he wants to give it time to heal for the start of the regular season. Another team news, the Cubs lost both of their split squad spring training games yesterday. They play against Milwaukee today and are currently playing against Milwaukee today. So, Ugh. yep, Suzuki not gonna not gonna participate. So. No country pride. As Travis mentioned, the Knicks got the win. Their winning streak is up to six games after they beat the Celtics. I didn't know it was up to six games, but yeah, Knicks now fifth in the East. So look out for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So no Apparently, they're not trash. Yeah. Uh, the Commanders are moving on from one of their veteran players as quarterback Carson Wentz has been released after just one season in Washington. The move saves the Commanders $26.176 million on the salary cap this offseason. Wentz had two years remaining on his contract, but no guaranteed money. The uh, Commanders acquired Wentz from the Colts last offseason in exchange for two third-rounders and a swap of second-round picks in 2022. Travis, biggest bust of modern, I'll say in the last 10 years, Carson Wentz? Mm, I don't know about the biggest bust, but he's certainly a bust. He's certainly a bust. Uh, I mean, man. Yep. Uh, Penn State football is losing its defensive line coach to an NFC North team. As the uh, center daily times reports that John Scott Jr. is leaving the Nittany Lions for a role with the Detroit Lions. 47-year-old spent the last three seasons with Penn State and helped develop NFL draft picks there. So, there you go. Um the Dodgers are hoping for positive news after, after Gavin Lux was carted off during a Monday spring training game. Lux appeared to suffer a right knee injury when running to third base in the top of the sixth. 25-year-old was unable to put weight on the knee and was carted off the field. Lux, quote, heard something pop, end quote, in his knee. 
According to Los Angeles manager Dave Roberts, the Dodgers infielder will undergo an MRI on his knee. And finally, Japan's largest advertising agency and five other firms are being indicted for bid rigging ahead of the 2021 Summer Olympics. Tokyo's governor has vowed to seek damages if it's proven the organizers made it more expensive for the city of Tokyo to host the Games. Prosecutors claim the firms earned over $300 million worth of contracts without any competition, possibly violating Japan's laws against monopolies. Hmm. So be on the lookout for that, and that is your sports center. <laughs> Bid tampering. Bid tampering. Tampering with those bids. Hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, that was the sports center. Yes. All right. Good deal. So uh, let's um, let's go ahead and uh, did you? Uh, I wasn't. Yes. The Lux. You say that he was. Yeah. He's gonna miss the twenty twenty three season. Oh, he's done for the year. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you for that update. Or his ACL. Ah, uh, you figure whenever he says he heard something pop, that that's not a good good sign. Yeah, he took a took a tumble in between second yeah. and third, and yeah. he went down. So Did, couldn't yeah. put any weight on it. Had to be carted off. That's never. When you put those three together, no weight on the leg, carted off, and heard something pop in his knee, that's never yeah, a good sign. it was like non-contact, yeah. too. So, uh, people just getting hurt all over the place. Uh, Glasnow for the race. He's going to be out six to eight weeks with an oblique strain. Mm. Uh, Joe Musgrove for, for uh, the Padres. He dropped a kettlebell in the weight room, and he fractured his toe. So, he'll be done for a little bit. But... Got to watch out for those kettlebells, man. Yeah. That's why I stay away from those. That's right. So. I stay away from anything in a gym. <laughs> and uh, also it says uh, MLB considers uh, C.B. Buckner and Oliver Marmol spat settled. Yes. As uh, just C.B. Buckner, I guess they um, are yeah. firing all over the place. And uh, they did, in fact, shake hands yesterday uh, at the mound or behind the plate yep. uh, before the game against the uh, Mets yesterday. So uh, MLB considers this well settled. Se- uh, settled. So there you go. All Great. that for nothing. Yep. They or a couple, a, day. for the weekend. a couple of days worth yeah. of talk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speaking of the uh, Cardinals, uh, they beat the Mets in that game 12 yep. to 7. Yep. Whooped up all Five over. Five run fifth. Hmm. Spring training baseball. Yeah, outside of the Marlins over the Strohs. Red Sox four to one over the Twins. Phillies nine to seven over the Pirates. A Rays fourteen to two over Baltimore. Uh, Braves shut out the Blue Jays seven nothing. Uh, Rockies over the Athletics seven to three. Brewers ten to four over the Royals. First spring training loss for Kansas City. Uh, White Sox ten to one over the Mariners. Rangers thirteen to three over the Reds. Uh, yeah, the Giants over the Angels eight to six, Dodgers seven to six over the Padres, Yankees eight to five over the uh, Tigers, and uh, like you mentioned there, Guardians beat the uh, Cubs twelve to four. Yep. And then in their other game, it was the Diamondbacks shutting out the Cubs three to nothing. But hey, at least today Patrick Wisdom is playing. He was a late scratch yesterday, so at least he's playing today. Had a groin issue. Mm. Groin issue. Yes. Then. Yep, and uh, Colonel Zane and Nationals are already off and running. Yep. And uh, my favorite guy is on the mound today. Who's that? Patrick Corbin. Oh, man. <laughs> Entertainment for Travis. Missed out. <laughs> Missed out. 
Oh, oh it is Tuesday, Travis. It is. We'll have to start that up again. Yep. Rest assured. All, you all five times we did it last year. <laughs> well, we did it, and it stunk every time. <laughs> we stunk. So. Yeah, so. But I do plan on bringing it back. I look forward to it. It was fun to see if we can want one of the biggest gambles in all of trying to pick everyone out of MLB who's going to hit a home run that yep. day. Gosh, I mean, it was almost as good as us picking winners in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. How well that worked out. It hit once, and I needed it to. That was my <laughs> comeback. I needed that win. Yep, only once. But, uh. hey. <laughs> uh, stuff from the uh, NHL uh, yesterday. Uh, the Senators beat the Red Wings 6-2. to two. Uh, Canucks over the Stars in OT 5-4. to four. Uh, Bruins over Edmonton 3-2. Uh, to two. Connor McDavid with uh, two more goals, 50 goals on the season, but it wasn't enough to beat the Bruins 3-2. The Avalanche shut out the Knights uh, 3-0, and the Ducks won over the Blackhawks after already reported 4-2 there. So Blackhawks lose again. Coming up uh, tonight, we got a run it back between the Red Wings and Senators playing again. Panthers, Lightning in that rivalry. Blue Jackets, Sabres. Islanders, Wild. Penguins against the Predators. Kings against the Jets. Blackhawks in Arizona take on the Coyotes. Bruins against the Flames. Canadian Sharks. And tonight in St. Louis. Can't believe I'm going to miss out on this opportunity to see this team, the Kraken, are in St. Louis tonight. And taking on the Blues. So I like it. Kraken favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. Over under six goals. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd go. Uh, there's a lot of, I mean, it's no Lightning and Panthers over under seven tonight. It mm. seems high for hockey, but yeah. it's five and a half to six and a half all across the board tonight for the NHL. Mm. All right. So uh, is there stuff in the NFL that you wanted to yeah, clean up? Yeah, yeah, just, just really quickly. First of all, uh, Kenny Galladay is going to be released by the Giants. So yeah, a great cost, move. Cost-cutting move. But uh, <laughs> we were talking about the Bears and what, what they should do and whatnot. And it mm-hmm. got me thinking, Travis, if I'm a quarterback, whether that be coming in through the draft or a free agent quarterback, this is the year. Mm-hmm. to be available. So I'm going to go through every team, Travis, and you tell me if you think they need an upgraded quarterback or if they're happy where they're at. Okay. okay. So we'll start in the AFC East. Travis, the Buffalo Bills, do they need to upgrade quarterback? No. Okay. The Dolphins? No. They need a good backup, though. They do, yeah. The Patriots? Mm. No, give... Uh, give them another year? Give them another year. The Jets? No. No. The Bengals? They're good, yes. The Browns? Uh, I mean, you just paid Deshaun. You might as well play (laughs) him. They're good. The Steelers? Mm. That's an interesting one. You don't think so? Who are they going with? Pickett? I guess. Mm. I guess they're going to roll with him. Ravens? Not saying do they need an upgrade. Will they be looking for a quarterback? No. No, you think they stay with Lamar? Mm-hmm. Okay. They should. Houston. Yes, they're looking. Okay, so that gives us one for sure. We're at. Yeah. Indy. 
Yes, they're looking. Jacksonville. No. The Titans. They should be looking, yes. The Broncos. (laughs) No. Give them another year. The Chiefs. (laughs) The Chiefs are good. Okay. The Raiders. Yes, they need to be looking. The Chargers. They're good. They're good. Okay. NFC. The Cowboys. (laughs) They're good. Okay. The Giants. Uh, I think Daniel Jones played his way into a job. Yeah, he's fine for now. The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles are good. Commanders? Uh, yes, they're looking. The Bears? No, they're good. The Lions? Uh, no, they're good for now. The Packers? Uh, they definitely need to be looking. The Vikings? Mm, they're good for now. The Falcons? Yes, they're looking. The Panthers? Panthers are looking, yeah. Saints. Hmm. Should be looking. The Bucks. Mm. Yes, they, I mean, playing Gabbert. Yes. The Cardinals. No, they're good. The Rams. They're good. The 49ers. I got too many mm. quarterbacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> None of them healthy. <laughs> so they're fine. None of them healthy, though. They're fine. Seahawks. Gino's out. He's gone. He hasn't re-signed yet. Not yet. So, technically, I would put them still in the market. Yeah, I guess. That's 11 teams, Travis. Mm-hmm. And that's not including a couple that, you know, like we said, the Ravens, kind of depending on what they do with Lamar Jackson, they could be looking. The Steelers, I yeah. think, should be looking for a quarterback. The, 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 um, the Broncos can't move on. I think the no. Lions are okay for now, for but now. they could – the Patriots could, the Jets could, like yeah. There's a lot of teams, and if I'm Miami, I'm not going with a a backup to just be a backup. You have to have a backup who is ready to go because mm-hmm. you don't know the health of Tua. Yeah. So let's just we came up with eleven just sitting here. Let's say the number is fifteen. It's half the league. That's half the league, Travis. If I'm a Geno Smith, if I'm a Derek Carr. This is the year to be a free agent quarterback. And the great thing is, it's not a great free agent class. No. So, basically, it's Aaron Rodgers up at the top of the mountain. Because we know the Packers, even though they're saying they're noncommittal, I saw that quote from the Packers GM. We're noncommittal about who's starting quarterback next year. We know it won't be Aaron Rodgers. So, to me, he's at the top of the the mountain. Mm -hmm. Right beside him is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And what the Ravens do. The problem there is you're going to have to trade for him, which means you're giving up stuff. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Then we kind of take a step down the mountain a little bit, and we get to Derek Carr and Geno. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you are back on flat earth. Yeah. I mean, that there is not really much of a second tier. So that is why a team like the Bears, Travis, a hundred percent are in the driver's seat. They can demand a king's ransom because mm-hmm. we just mentioned what we just mentioned there. Five quarterbacks. Yeah, we mentioned fifteen teams that need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be teams that are desperate trying to get a quarterback, and some are gonna overpay. Someone's gonna overpay. Yeah, definitely. Because they feel like they're desperate enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And to me, 
Travis, I'm looking at the Bucks. Mm-hmm. With how weak that division they, is. They like Blaine Gabbert, though, I guess. <sighs> but at 19, you're not going to get a quarterback. They're sitting 19 in the draft right now. You're not getting a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, if you, think Blaine were... Gab- if you think Blaine Gabbert's the answer, and maybe because that division is so poor, mm-hmm. the problem is, is that the three teams you're facing in that division, the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, are all in the top ten of the draft, and one of them's getting a quarterback, if not maybe two. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you think Blaine Gabbert's the guy, by all means. But know you have an aging roster, and how long is that core going to still be there? Yeah. Man, yeah, with Tom Brady leaving that division and now uh, Mariota getting yep. released by the Falcons. Yep. <laughs> Sam Darnold is the best quarterback in that division right now, <laughs> yeah. Travis, because Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent. Yeah. Andy Dalton's a free agent. Right now, signed in that. Uh. <laughs> Sam Darnold is the best quarterback in the NFC South right now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that, that we were talking about what the Bears can get. Travis, if they don't get two first, minimum. Minimum, yeah. Then Pools has blown this. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's a way for them to trade a two, and there's a way for them to trade back to four. And then there's a way for them to trade back again mm-hmm. and still get a guy to help out your team. Yeah. Because you're not going to spend a top five pick on a wide receiver. You're not going to spend a top five pick this year. Top ten, yes. Top five, I don't think, on an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Maybe a defensive end or defensive tackle, possibly in the top five. But mm-hmm. I think top ten is more likely. Yeah. The, the people are wanting quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the top five. I mean, there were some projections early on. That said, there could possibly be four quarterbacks taken in the top five. Yeah. So if I'm the Bears, why not trade out? You don't want a quarterback. Trade mm-hmm. out as much as you can and take advantage of these desperate teams. Mm-hmm. Right. For once, Travis, being bad helps the Bears. Yeah, there you go. For once. For once. For once. <laughs> there you go. Make it happen. Make it happen, Chicago. <laughs> all right, that's all I had. Uh, that's all you got? All right, so I think that's all I had as well. I need to get on, getting on, and that's exactly what we'll do. We'll get on out of here. And uh, so uh, thanks for joining us here on the show today. We'll be back to recap those uh, sectional semifinal games and get you set up for the ones that are happening tomorrow night and uh, so uh, thanks for listening thanks for downloading we will talk to you manana that's tomorrow ah thank you for taco tuesday manana we'll talk to you then peace adios